up? Welcome to Pop That Culture. Thanks for hanging out with us today. You, I forgot to plug. Did what you forget to plug I'm in? I'm like, I don't hear oh, it. I don't a hear good start serial. already. Here's, here's a little beast. I'm going to lift the curtain for you. Boop. Boom. Oh, oh there you go. There we go. I'm like, I can't hear. I can't. Oh. Oh. I am standing right next to you, though. I would hope you'd be able to hear me. Are you uh, are you unleaded in your cup or something? Uh, are you not fired up? What's no, in there? No, this is only my first cup today. <laughs> oh well, that explains. By the time you see me everything. on Bubbly Culture, I, I'm on my two, third cup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he drinks the third during the show, mm -hmm. and that's the only way that Joe is yeah. human. And you know, on other uh, TV uh, video shows, you can see the boom mic occasionally drop into the frame. <laughs> If you watch Pop That Culture closely, every now and then you can see the IV that my coffee, my second <laughs> cup of coffee is in, come into the frame. I have a special handler just for my IV yes. with caffeine in it. Boy, bring me the caffeine. <laughs> uh, yes, so we talked a lot about Comic-Con yesterday yes. because it was chock full of stuff. We couldn't even get to everything. Mm. And one of the things that I was excited about is that they're doing, I mean, I wouldn't say that it's like, a trilogy per se, but you had the movie Unbreakable mm -hmm. by M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong. <laughs> and then uh, 18 years later, you have the movie Split yes. with James McAvoy playing a character who had, I don't even know how many personalities at this point. I think uh, it's over 20. Few. It's yeah. at least over one 20. One of them was Professor X. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he became a mutant in one of his personalities. But at the very, if you haven't seen Split yet, well, too bad, we're spoiling things. At the very end of Split, they have a scene. You're doing a, it. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, because it's germane to what we're about to say. Wow, Jermaine Jackson. <laughs> yes. They have a scene in a cafe where um, all of a sudden, finally at the very end of it, the camera pans to Bruce Willis. Mm -hmm. And you realize that Split and Unbreakable all take place in the same universe. Yes, they do. I didn't expect that. You know what? I've always kind of felt that all of M. Night Shyamalan's movies, they all, all took place in the same universe. Like The Village... Lady in the Water, Bleh, that was a terrible movie. You know, you should I mean. be ashamed of yourself, M. Night Shyamalan. I'm actually I, a non-village hater. I really? liked that I movie. liked The Village, too. Yeah. All the village people were great, especially when the construction uh, worker made his way Indian, out and he came on the, the real cowboy. world. They were all like 18th century, like, you know, motorcycle leather guy. <laughs> yes. So... Uh, that was a huge thing, and then mm. at the time, um, M. Night Shyamalan finally revealed that he's going to do a combo platter. Yes. Where he is going to have Samuel L. Jackson's character, Mr. Glass, and then um, Bruce Willis's character, and the split guy all merge into one movie. Yeah, so it will be a trilogy. Uh, Unbreakable, yeah. Glass, and, and Split. Well, it goes Unbreakable, Split, Glass. Well, which is weird because if a glass could split, then it wouldn't be unbreakable, would it? Look at you. And Look I'm at so you. glad that um, Samuel L. Jackson's character of Mr. Glass mm -hmm. got over his breakup with Jan Brady and <laughs> grew up to be a functional adult. First name George, <laughs> yeah. last name Glass. Um, yes, so now, because of Comic-Con and the timing, we have a first look at what this movie with all of those characters in one big soup is going to look at. So here's your first look at Glass. It's amazing to meet you. It is simply extraordinary. 
Maybe this will all make sense if I explain who I am. My name is Dr. Ellie Staple, and I'm a psychiatrist. My work concerns a particular type of delusion of grandeur. It's a growing field. I specialize in those individuals who believe they are superheroes. <laughs> Good for you. The three of you have convinced yourselves you have extraordinary gifts like something out of a comic book. David Dunn, the only person to survive that train wreck all those years ago. What do you do? I'm in security. You think you have superpowers? It's a feeling. Vision. I have to touch them. You believe you are a protector. My name is Patricia. I have no question. There are two dozen identities. I'm Mary Reynolds. Por favor, senora. We almost got you, bro. That live in that body with you. The beast is coming any minute now for you guys. But what I am questioning is your belief that you are something more than human. And yet, it is true. My bones break easily. I've had 94 breaks in my life. But you have an extraordinary IQ. This is not a cartoon. This is the real world. No way. And yet, some of us still don't die with bullets. Some of us can still bend steel. I've been waiting for the world to see that we exist. May I meet the beast? I hope for your sake that he likes you. That sounds like the bad guys teaming up. A lot of people are going to die. Don't do this. Are you ready? What do we call you, sir? First name, Mr. Last name. M. Night Sham. Wow, I see you. Yes. I see you on this one. Yeah, wow. Because I did love Unbreakable, mm. and I really enjoyed Split, and so far, right. looks pretty, yeah. pretty good. So. I see an opportunity for many, many crossovers here. For what? Oh, well, first of all, Bruce Willis looks like he's right out of 12 Monkeys. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> so there's that. The stuff that. is so great. Now, what? It's crazy. What if Glass or Beast was the people that Fresh Prince was messing with in Philly, and that was the reason he had to move to Beverly Hills. Yo, home, smell you later. Okay. Yes, All so right. there's a crossover there. A couple of there. guys who are up to no good. Yes. Trying to make trouble in his there's neighborhood. There's neighborhood. Right. Yeah. yeah. He, he was just maxing and relaxing. Right. So I, I think there's the leaping off point okay. for a Fresh Prince of You're Bel-Air trying to get reboot. Will Smith in this movie, yes, is what you're saying. Yes, absolutely. All right. It, it does look really good. Yeah, and right? Then, you are know, you excited? The adult version will come out. It'll just, they'll drop the GL in the title. <laughs> Listen, I it took like <laughs> it took like 15 minutes to write out that we wanted this in our show because last night Joe and I were having a glass ass fight. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you gotta love Google Docs. You'll see the cursor. I'll type something out. You see Sarah move. Sarah's name will pop up on the thing, and it'll back up over. Oh! No! I had to back that ass. Yeah. <laughs> oh god! Oh my god! Honestly, like I had like a straightforward informational thing going and then like every sentence this child next to me (laughs) child is right oh god oh it's making me cry so we also had some information about another comic book movie which i didn't see this coming either robert de niro is going to be in a comic book movie i think that's great that's insanity. He, he had to have been in one before in some weird roundabout way, right? No, they're no? saying this is his first one. Uh. Isn't that crazy? After his whole life, he's 74. Robert mm. De Niro's like, you know what? The kids seem to like these comic yeah. book movies. I'm going to jump on that trend well, a you little know, late. But after you, know. you create the Tribeca Film Festival and then you star in the meet the parents trilogy and where else is there to go it's not a lot there's not not too many places to go so he decided i'm gonna go straight to joker he's going to be in the joaquin phoenix joker movie there's going to be two jokers going on at the same time joker 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 oh my gosh that's awesome they should do a joker game show on saturday night live or something like that Uh, because you have enough people to uh maybe we should do it we know improv people we've got at least three jokers going right now so no four because you've got um from the Michael Keaton one. Why am I? Jack Nicholson. Jack Jesus. Nicholson. And then uh, Heath Ledger. No, he's dead. Okay, so well, someone who looks like Heath Ledger. And then uh, and then you have the uh, one, that the last one from Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. The Jared, Jared Leto. Leto. Mm-hmm. And then now you have Joaquin Phoenix. Amazing. So we have to get somebody who looks like Heath Ledger. We, you know, yeah. they're going to work it out. Well, somebody, well, somebody from the cast of SNL can play him. You know, there's only, but there's only three contestants in the Joker's Wild, so oh, okay. really he would be Wait, the we're going to leave Heath out. out of it? Well, I was out of respect. <laughs> this is getting really awkward. <laughs> I, I, you know, Kevin Smith went on record to say he thinks it's a great idea that there's multiple Jokers going on mm-hmm. at the same time. He thinks it'll be great for the fans. I don't think it'll do very well. Oh really? I think you don't think a, you don't think this version will do I very think well? one Joker will flourish at the expense of the other Joker. Okay. That's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. It, it, you, because they're going they're going to be all in the DC whatever I it's called. I think this Joker movie is going to do well with Joaquin mm. Phoenix and I think the solo Jared Leto project is not going to do that well. I think what you'll see is I think you'll see older demographics go toward the Joaquin Phoenix version and the younger sure. the brokers will go for the <laughs> Jared Leto. I've heard that yeah. before. The, you've got bronies and you've got brokers. Yeah. Nice. So those are the bros that love the Joker, <laughs> right? So I mean, Joe, Jared Leto's Joker rolls on a deuce deuce. I mean, yeah. if, if you don't if the Joker has 22-inch rims in that universe, <laughs> then you know the bros are going to love it, right? So what's Interesting. The only, the only thing that is making me slightly nervous about the Joaquin Phoenix, now Robert De Niro Joker mm-hmm. movie, is that the director is Todd Phillips, who did The Hangover. Mm. Those movies were extremely successful. But does that mean that you'd be good at doing this kind of a comic book movie? Well, number one, Zach Galifianakis has to be into it. <laughs> and he just has to be there. Yeah. Uh, secondly, 
if they do three Joker movies from the same director, they'll all pretty much be the same movie, just retreaded each and time. And at some point, Mike Tyson yeah. will make a cameo, uh -huh. and yeah. yeah. And then somebody, like De Niro will get a face tattoo, yeah. and it'll be super yeah. embarrassing. It'll Nobody be wants fantastic. to. So yeah, they're kind of being a little vague about what he is going to be in the movie. They're saying that he will play a key role in the formation of the Joker. Hmm. And then one source had said that De Niro is gonna play a talk show host for um, the film, which it's Gotham City hmm. in the 80s. Everybody's oh. loving the 80s. It'll be like Wonder Bright Woman Lights, Big City, and, <laughs> you know? Yeah, <clears throat> now you've got the Joker that's gonna be in the 80s. And Here's another crossover opportunity. Do it! I think De Niro basically has to reprise his role from Taxi Driver, <laughs> and that has to be part of the creation of the Joker. I am dead serious. <sighs> Could you imagine if, if uh, the new Joker, if the Joaquin Phoenix Joker, exists in the taxi driver? He could say, I'm walking yeah, I'm here because I'm walking. You talking Phoenix. to me? You talking to me? He's got um, the drawer pulls in his arms. Civil Shepherd looking all hot. <laughs> you know, I, I, I think that would be a great leaping off point because that is when New York City was at its dingiest and dirtiest. Most Gotham and, yeah. City like. Yes, absolutely. At that time. I don't know. I just, I really actually would like to see like a full on 80s De Niro. I mean, because we already saw. So you want to see Casino De Niro? Yeah. I don't What would be like a real cheese ball? Like, I want like acid wash jeans De Niro. Hmm. Um, what else would be good? Because we've already seen Chris Pine in like a tracksuit for his right. 80s with like a fanny pack. <laughs> but what would be like a good De Niro Piano 80s? key tie. Yeah. De Niro in a piano key tie. Ooh, I like and it. In a members only jacket. <laughs> yes. Just just roughing somebody up. Oh, I love it. While Depeche Mode plays. Like, oh, People please. Are People is playing and De Niro's just roughing somebody up. Yes. I dig it. I like it a lot. Now, you, I would think, would be excited about this next thing. Oh, yes. My family, very much into the kaiju. Yes, you are. Yes. Yeah. I mean, listen, you were trying to get, like, some uh, black market kaiju stuff while you were here a mm -hmm. little while ago. Yeah. You're trying to ask people if they've got, you know, a fix for uh -huh. you. <laughs> some original movies of Godzilla. Yes. I love this. I love this because after the Matthew Broderick Godzilla, Ooh, the only God, way you can go is up. I would think so. I would hope so. There was another one that we said that had like Brian Cranston in it or something, mm -hmm. yes. which I didn't see it, but that one was more of a serious take as opposed to the Matthew Broderick one, which was stupid and ridiculous. Well, you know, and then there was Cloverfield, which was basically the unofficial Godzilla uh, yeah. shot in uh, found footage style. Sure. Um, I think this is going to be great because uh, if you watch the trailer, which you're about to, just just roll the trailer because this gets good. Well, because I think <laughs> I I could be wrong. I could be 100 percent wrong, and you tell me after the trailer. Do I see Mothra in this trailer? You see Mothra and you see Rodan. Oh, you see Rodan. What? Yes. All right, check out the new Godzilla movie starring Millie Bobby Brown. Our world is changing. The mass extinction we feared has already begun, and we are the cause. We are the infection. Like all living organisms, the Earth unleashed a fever to fight this infection. 
its original and rightful rulers, the Titans. For thousands of years, these creatures have remained in hiding around the world. And unless all the Titans are found, our planet will perish, and so will we. They are the only guarantee that life will carry on. Game of Thrones action yes. too. Papa Lannister was in there. What? I bet he's still getting work after uh, well, the old Game of Thrones. I, I think that most of the Game of Thrones actors will have no problem staying employed after yeah. the, the run of that series. The same thing was said about Jesse Pinkman in Breaking Bad. Sorry, Aaron oh. Paul. Oh. Well, no, he's gotten work. It's just been on platforms that not a lot of people have right. seen necessarily. Because yeah, he's one of my favorite actors. Is just, he? Yeah, he is. Because he's just, just because of that, or had you seen him in anything before? Well, that? you know why? You know why he's one of my favorite actors? Hmm. Because I really enjoyed him in Breaking Bad. But then when I saw the early video of uh, Aaron Paul, like trying to get um, attention on Price's Rights, he won me over. What? There's I a video of him on this. YouTube where he is a contestant on Price is Right. And you can tell he's one of those kids that, like, had just moved to L.A. And he's just <laughs> trying to get on camera. So he's the most, you know, like, you get on Price is Right, there's always that one guy that's over the top and you're like, woo, yeah, cheering. Like, you get the crappiest showcase yeah. and you act like you love it. He was that guy <laughs> on the Price is Right. I need to. All right. Well, then that's yeah. going to be our little. Uh, yeah, our we'll little, share that on our Facebook. A little after show share for mm. you so you can enjoy it too, not just Joe's brain. <laughs> now, when we get back on Pop That Culture, a couple things are going to happen. Um, there was an unnecessary song that was released. Yes. <laughs> and then also, uh, part of my childhood was ruined. And we'll oh. explain when we get back on Pop That Culture. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle power! Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our nine and dine special. Nine holes of golf, 
and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. I knew it from the start that I would lose my heart. Joe. Yeah, I got to see a little bit of the uh, Aaron Paul prices, right, that we're going to share on our Facebook page. And he is obnoxious. Yes. It's kind of like how back in the day you'd, you'd be able to see, like, up-and-coming actors, like, is The Bachelor on the dating game or The right. Bachelorette. So. And then there's also, well, this is just as a fan, but um, Michigan football coach Jim Harbaugh, mm. like, you can see he loves Judge Judy. <laughs> there's a video of him. I think he's with his dad. And he, he's just gazing at her with, like, adoration from the mm. audience while they're are filming. You, are you sure it's not lust? <laughs> well, I mean, she's... He's like, oh, she's going to look at me over oh. her, her specs. <laughs> she's a petite firecracker. Oh. I love the Judge Judy. She doesn't Keep take crap from anybody. on. <laughs> you can officiate my game in uh. the bedroom, Judge Judy. Oh, my. So you may not have been following the saga of R. Kelly, mm. Mr. Ara Kelly. Yeah. He's um, he's a bit of a mess, you could say, possibly. He's got the problems. Um, and the thing a long time ago is that allegedly he was uh, fooling around with an mm. underage lady. Yes. Boy, he was really pissed about that. <laughs> <laughs> there may have been some liquids involved. We right. don't know. We right. don't know. So, I heard there might be a tape. The Russians have it. Yes. And then the latest thing that we've been hearing about him is that there's like this R. Kelly sex cult where he's keeping these women trapped, not in the closet, but like in the house. Um, I mentioned trapped in the closet because this is R. Kelly trapped in the closet. He decided he wanted to do like a, a soap opera in song <laughs> form. I can't remember how many parts there were there were at least 15 to 20 possibly uh, no. and the whole song was like now i'm trapped in the closet because her husband came home and we were cheating and now i'm in here and then i open the door and it's just him like song talking all the action yeah. for this random soap opera it's kind of like a jewel song but a lot longer <laughs> and with fewer snaggly teeth um so he has a propensity to be uh, long-winded when he's telling mm, stories. Right. And he's upset that these women have come out to accuse him of uh, having an R. Kelly sex cult. Mm. 
So, and also uh, like across the country, there have been protesters and anytime he tries to have a concert, there are people who are like, I can't believe you as a venue would allow R. Kelly, who's been doing this to young women to actually perform. Mm. And so he feels like his livelihood is being attacked. I mean, it sounds like where there's smoke, there's a lot of fire right. with this one. Yeah, you know what? I think he made enough money and he still does every time somebody goes to a karaoke bar. I think he's made enough money to where he can just kind of disappear into obscurity and just kind of yeah, take, go, just go chill. away, R. Kelly. Go find an island, drink an umbrella drink, everything. Something. It's all good, man. Yeah. But he decided to defend himself with a 19-minute song. Oh. Not an album. Oh. One song. 19 minutes. That's, it's not quite an album, but it's not, you know, it's not enough to build yeah. an EP. Oh, yeah. my God. So he uploaded oh. I Admit to SoundCloud yesterday. It starts with, I admit I made some mistakes and have some imperfect ways. Um, he says that he likes all the ladies. That's both older and young ladies. Oh, hey, Judge mm -hmm. Judy, R. Kelly's talking to you. But tell me how they call it pedophile because that blank is crazy. Uh, let's see. He sings, he's not convicted, not arrested, dragged my name in the dirt, all this work to be successful when you abandoned me because of what you heard. So he's, um, he's real bitter about all this. Yeah. Then stop trapping women in your house right. and not letting them go when they're 16. Yeah. Get it together, R. I Kelly. I mean, you can fly for God's sake. Fly. He, at least Just, he believes yeah. it. Yeah. Jeez. Flappity, flappity, He's something. the lizard king. <laughs> he's the golden god. Something. I don't know. Now, there's also someone else who's sort of had some troubles through his life, kind of mm. gone back and forth. And with a lot of his troubles, he's, um, he's, he's eaten a lot of his feelings. Mm. And that is the lead singer of Color Me Bad. Oh, the best! I'm sorry, Sarah. Oh, I hate that song. He wants to sex you up. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, sorry. That was, hi, he's right here. Um, <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot. That's... He, uh, I didn't realize Color Me Bad was still performing, to be honest, but. Yeah, I mean, they do the state fair circuit, I'm guessing. Kind of. This yeah. was at a, like a casino resort that they were doing. So it was, he and the other guys mm. come out for the first song, and then um, Chubbs McGee was like, well, I got to go, because he <laughs> apparently was too drunk and didn't feel like right. he could finish the words to any of his songs. Yes. So on his own, he's like, for the good of this show. I'm going to go backstage. Mm. So he went backstage, and then the other guys just do the show. They are total pros, completely professional. And then when they get to the final song, which is I Want to Sex You Up, right. all the other guys are doing their moves or whatever. And then this guy, lead singer guy, comes out and just shoves one of the other singers so that no. his face like hits the stage no. and then he just points to the audience like what yeah and then walks away <laughs> no this is where we are now brian do you think that the choice of the band name has been a self-fulfilling prophecy <laughs> oh can uh, we show the other picture too because i want to i want to remember them let's compare and contrast oh oh there he is in the black yes. all black and you know who knew that george michael wasn't color me bad i didn't know that that's amazing it's yeah, well, because his hair was long for a while, but once he cut right. it, yeah, he looks just like George Michael. I, I, and then who invited Kenny G guy? Honestly, right. God, I never understood why that like that guy in the checkered shirt was yeah. in it. Like, he must have a great voice because... <laughs> Dude's got a five head. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah.
Thanks, Oof. Dave. <laughs> you know, it was it was the new Jack Swing days. It was. Know? Maybe his name was Jack. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but uh, our our friend here, he used to have like the most perfect like skinny like mm. it was like a beard but not a beard. It looked like he yeah. drew it on with a sharpie. Like yeah. his facial hair was on point in the early <laughs> 90s with color me bad. So when I was in college, um, I went my first. Uh, no, my second roommate was a uh, young lady named Laura, mm -hmm. and she loved Color Me Bad. All day long, coming, we had a two-bedroom, two-bath apartment. And from her side of the apartment, all day <laughs> long, she wanted to sex somebody up. Yay, TikTok. Oh, you don't my stop. goodness. Ah. And I'm like, can't you just, if you have to, like, listen to somebody, just go, how about another bad creation? They both have <laughs> bad in the name, right? Yeah. Come on, just mix it up a little bit. Something, please. Ooh. Ooh. Man, so, yeah, it sounds like there's some tension in Color Me Bad while they're yeah. on the, as you put it, state fair circuit. Do you, do you think it's going to be over? Do you think they're going to break up again? No. No. It's all they've got. No. Uh, but there was also some tension for Mr. Shaquille O'Neal. It is yeah. Shark Week, Joe. It is. Yeah. Well, I'm so happy for Shaquille O'Neal because if you went to Comic-Con, they announced his new movie, Shazam, the other day, <laughs> where he plays a superhero genie. Wait, no, his was, was it Kazam? Was that his? It was Kazam. It was Kazam, because I always remembered it as, as Shazam. Yeah, but it was then, Kazam. But it was Kazam, yes. The Mandala effect is that there was a movie with Sinbad as a genie called Shazam. No! Yes! Never yes. And that, they, yeah. actually, they actually covered that on NPR this week. Did they really? Yeah. That's so bad. <laughs> Speaking of another bad creation and color me bad, let's talk about Sinbad. We're covering all the bad. We talked about Breaking Bad, yeah. Sinbad, uh -huh. another bad creation, and color, color me, me bad. bad. Yes. <sighs> and we just need to throw in Michael Jackson bad at some point in this show, yes. and we will have all of them. But yes, so they decided to have uh, it be Shack Week, Shark Week. And mm. he is deathly afraid of them, and so he wanted to kind of overcome his fears. Right. So they had this whole segment thing that was hosted by Rob Riggle. And um, they, first they were in a pool, and he had to be in there when there were other, like, very non-threatening sharks in there. Mm. And then they, to make a wetsuit for Shaq, they allegedly <laughs> had to sh sew three wetsuits together right. because he's so huge. They took like his tennis shoes and then connected them to um, some things so that he could have flippers. Oh my gosh. And then they had to custom create a cage that would be big enough for him when you do the cage diving thing and the sharks are supposed to stay on the outside. Uh-huh, yes. So they custom created a shark cage as a shack cage and they dropped him in the water and then here's a little story about what happened next. Convince the diesel diver to go along. And he gets a pep talk from his famous friends. This is your opportunity to do something different. Be a hero. Inspire kids and, and, and astronauts and, and divers to be you. They'll need a massive cage. Then finally, two dominant forces come face to face. A shark is in that cage with him. Get 
a little over dramatized. Mm. <laughs> Maybe his fear like, is that bad. No, I'm sure his fear is that bad. Yeah. But he was probably going to be okay, right. even if the shark was swimming inside the cage. You know what? I think what we needed was Jason Momoa to go, hey, shark, get out of there in Aquaman talk, right? <laughs> yes. I mean, that would have <laughs> taken care of the whole situation. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. What is the noise that Aquaman makes when he's talking to the I don't him? know. It's, like a, it's too bad he didn't do whale. <laughs> All whale noises. Yes. All right. When we get back on Pop That Culture, I didn't realize that this was going to be a thing, but why wouldn't it be a thing? We have a lot of stuff to talk about, but one of which is a kind of beer that mm. I think might actually be terrifying. But it's no. happening. Uh, Joe's all about it. No. <laughs> we'll let you know next on Pop That Culture. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic, sweeping adventure. We try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Fridays, Podquesters. See you there. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now, it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions, including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store, and the greater becomes your appetite. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. It's Aside from this show, Chick Phil. Hey, brother. Whenever I'm like in Florida or something and I see the Chick-fil-A, I know there's some in Michigan now, yeah, but oh yeah. for the longest time, whenever I'd see Chick-fil-A mm -hmm. just in other cities, in my head, I'm seeing Chick-fil-A, but my brain's going chick a <laughs> I'm just like, chick -a -chick -a what? chick yeah. I know I get it. I get it. You want to flip it. You mm. want to smack it up, flip it, rub it Rode down. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, yes, and actually, so they just did a thing, too, where if you dress up like a cow, you get free chicken the mm. other day. And um, I forgot that there's the one in Somerset. Yeah. So you don't have to just go to Oakland University or uh, go to 
Anyway, more convenient. Right. <laughs> well, the, there's the Oakland University and there's one at DMC. Yes. At the, in the food court at Detroit Medical Center. And then which an has a one. lot. Is there one at the airport? Mm -hmm. Now, In N Out Burger, please come to Detroit. Do it. Oh, please. Honestly, what has taken so long? I don't know, but all I want, sometimes I just like want a double double animal style and some fries. Mm, yeah. Delicious. Animal. So, but this is interesting and I guess it's good, but mm. the. I mean, when you want Chick-fil-A, you want the Chick-fil-A sandwich. Right. Like, I don't know what crack they infuse into the meat. I don't know what they do. It seems like a very simple sandwich, but it is so flipping good. Yes. But Chick-fil-A was like, we should expand into meal kits. Yeah. Meal kits? Not like there's already Blue Apron, Gobble, and Sun Basket. Right. And know i mean i so here's a couple of things that you can make with it they've got um i mean they're all obviously chicken based but mm. um chicken parmesan chicken enchiladas crispy dijon chicken chicken flatbread and pan roasted chicken i mean mm. i'm sure they're all good yeah but what i want is the sandwich from your tasty tasty regular yeah. restaurant chick-fil-a is one of those things that's like drywall you can absolutely do it yourself, Whoa. but it's oh. but it's always best to hire the pros to do it. Good point. Good. I'm just Good. saying. See, I didn't know. I was going somewhere I knew with it. that. See, and I, I usually trust you, but I was like, yeah. what the hell? Are you? Yeah. But I get it now. I'm good. I don't eat drywall. Is that? Are you saying that I eat drywall? Chick-fil-A is like drywall. <laughs> yeah. See, what you guys don't realize is that when we're in commercials, I actually turn around and start licking the walls at New Radio. <laughs> meeting. Yeah. Ooh, hey, come here, wall. Mm. Mm. I love your gypsum. You taste delicious. Yeah. And I say, Joe, leave it alone. It needs to be a drywall. <laughs> yeah. Get a room, you two. <laughs> oh, I'm not leaving to make this drywall wet, girl. Mm. Oh, oh ah, I'm going to, I'll be under this table <laughs> right now. That's upsetting. Bing uh, <laughs> Have you tried any of the meal kit kit things? <laughs> I thought you were going to say, have you ever tried drywall? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mm, yes, nom, it's, nom, it's nom, delicious nom. until you get to the insulation behind it. Then it gets then, a little itchy. I don't feel so good. Yeah. Uh, do are you? What were you asking before we went off the rails? Clearly that. Uh, no, no, no. Have you just tried? like the train in Back to the Future Three? We. Uh, hold on. No. Um, have you tried any of the Blue Aprons or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, we get. I, uh, we do get, you get it? We get gobble uh, twice a week. Really? Yes. And you would say it's worth it because I'm thinking about doing a. It is. Thing. It's it's worth it because there are just times. I mean, we hit this rut where we were just ordering out all the time. We're just like, we can't do this every day. Yeah. And so this, at least, you get to have control over what it tastes like, and the the ingredients are wholesome, and it's very very good, okay. and uh, it tastes delicious. Delicious. And the cool thing you is, do say so is you have a box full of ice packs that you don't know what to do with <laughs> afterwards. You're like, what do I do with these? So I give the ice packs to the shipped guy. Whenever he drops off ah. food, because he has a cooler. I'm like, hey, would you like ice packs? He's like, oh, nice. yeah, I like ice packs. You're so kind. Mm. Now, my dream for dinner is that if I'm sitting at home, mm. just, just chilling out, and I'm like, oh, I could really go for some Italian food oh, right yeah. now. And then my handsome husband is like, well, get out of your sweatpants, darling, and put on something a little bit nicer as I take you to our plane and fly you to Italy to get your Italian food craving. Mm, girl. And that's what happened to Serena Williams. Son of a bitch. I mean, 
if you wanted like you know never-ending bread and soup <laughs> you know and where you salad, could, <laughs> you could have gone to Olive Garden which is just like Italy yeah. just hey, like Italy. I, I don't knock Olive Garden that's actually a really <laughs> that's your that's yeah. your that's your jam. you know uh, see one time I tried this once and it failed miserably because one day Michelle said I would really love some Thai food so <laughs> I showed up in the kitchen wearing nothing but a tie and she's like no. what yeah. And I'm like, I'm making Thai food. And, and, hey. yeah. and then, mm. no, not no. so much. Mm-mm. I just, I mean, honestly, it's her husband is super adorable and seemingly nice and funny. And then on top of it has an insane amount of money. Right. I mean, she obviously has her own too. Mm-hmm. But he posted this picture on Instagram that was like, she wanted Italian. <laughs> uh, oh, making worst. us all look bad. I know. Well, you can keep trying, buddy. Uh, now, this is the beer that I was going to talk about, which is Canada's working on it, people. They're working on it. I just have to say this. From the country that brought you strange brew and bradors, <laughs> why would you expect anything less? On the leading edge of innovation when it comes to the hoppy malt beverages mm-hmm. is Canada. Oh, yeah. Canada. Oh, Canada is inventing a cannabis beer. That allegedly hits you harder than an edible, mm. which those already will knock you on your butt. So. This is genius. You know why? Because once this is flowing in all the taps at all the hockey arenas north of our border. Oh, my God. What will happen is, is they will start selling out of every type of edible piece of food mm-hmm. in the arena. The concession stands will have a boom. Canada's economy will prosper and it will all move up there. It'll be fantastic. Yeah. So... There are other cannabis beers, which I didn't Mm. know, that allegedly are merely infused with THC and CBD oils. But one startup in particular is making beer by actually brewing with the cannabis plant, the stalks, the stems, the the whole, it's like mama's pasta sauce. It's in there. And it is supposedly the first of its kind. Now, here's what's been tricky, and this was my question, too. Well, it's tricky to rock around on time, you know, you it's tricky. You rock around and clock, you know it's tricky. Um, this, I would think, would taste disgusting. I mean, disgusting. Like, just drinking right. skunk weed. Well, like, yeah. I can bleh, bleh. It, But here's the thing. If they filter it the right way and they ferment it long enough, they'll find a way to make it taste good. Well, it tasted terrible at first, these guys who tried it. They said it tasted like rotten broccoli initially. Mm. That's not good. Nobody wants to drink that. Oh. So they did a little bit of chemistry work, mm. and now they say they have a beer that is dry, savory, less sweet than a typical beer flavor. Here would be the ultimate. See, now that they've got the taste down, mm-hmm. they need to make the ice version of this beer. Because it'll get you crunk! No! it'll get you high! No! No! <laughs> 19-year-olds are going back to Canada again! This I don't understand this whole thing about drinking or ingesting stuff that completely confuses your body <laughs> like the coffee beers or whatever yeah. or the what is it the four loco or i don't know where it's just like the body's like speed up slow down speed up i don't know what do you want from me do you want to be drunk do you want to be asleep do you want to be awake do i don't what there's too much going on there I, so no, no I, I don't I, want i don't want ice cannabis beer yes you do no i don't yes, you do that's way too much Untapped. for anyone to with handle. the nitro pill in it so when you crack the can oh god can, uh. so now i mean it's becoming more and more legal in the united states if we get to the point where it's legal all 50 states uh-huh 
and the cannabis beer hops on over the border. No pun. Would you try it? Yes. Really? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I wouldn't try it and then go like fly a plane, but I would definitely try it. Wait, try it and operate some heavy machinery. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a good idea. No. I, uh, it makes me nervous. I don't think I would do it. Just once? Not even once? Not even get a six pack? Nope. Just think about it. You could, you know, you could work up the courage to go out and pick somebody up at the bar and also take care of your glaucoma. It's true. <laughs> you know, that's true. I mean, oh, my eyes. Wait, look, 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 look. So much better. Yes, I would, David. I would literally try it once, but the, I mean, this is from a friend. The last time they got drunk and high at the same time, it was not a good time. No, it was terrible. No, it never is. No, but, it's not but, a good idea. But see, you don't, you don't, it's all in the timing of when everything hits your system, right? <laughs> this obviously <laughs> probably irons out the timing problems. Now, what I want to see is. Are they going to start brewing it with zigzags in it? Oh, <laughs> you yeah. know, are they now? If you have a little bit left over in your pint glass and you decide to drink it later, is that like smoking a roach? <laughs> There's so many you questions. Just, you that just sweep to be... the resin out from the glass, and right? You know. Can you? What if you used the beer in your bong as, you, as the bong water? Okay, I well, see. see where look, you can... there are so many uses for this application. That I, I can't begin to tell you how much this is going to change the face of our country. <laughs> it could. Once Canada sends it over. It could. Thanks, Justin Trudeau. Um, now, once you are good and uh, high, you'll yes. probably want some snacks. Yes. This Friday, in particular, you could get a dozen Krispy Kreme donuts for one dollar. Like but you have to buy. Right. You have to buy another dozen first. Do you? Yeah. Is what, that what, what it is? is is there's a coupon. You have to. Purchase one dozen mm -hmm. donuts, and mm -hmm. then you can get like a dozen any donuts, and then your second oh. dozen is a dollar, but they're the original glazed. Okay. But the uh, the nice thing is is that this is the time when Krispy Kreme does its limited edition donuts. So you'll want to buy some limited donuts and then save some for later in case they become collector's items, right? You know, <laughs> so you want to put them in your toy closet, but. Um, they have strawberries and cream and banana pudding donuts right now for the summer of 18. Ugh, banana pudding, I nope, nope. Last year, know. and I actually tried this, was Reese's peanut butter donuts, which oh, were delicious. Oh, they need to make that again. Oh yeah, it was a party in your mouth and some people crashed and made it even better. <laughs> and then uh, they also had Hershey's gold and um, they also had nutter butter cookie. Oh my Ooh. Nice. That's yeah, neat. and there's there's a new like birthday confetti flavor because yes. the, they're celebrating their 81st birthday. I did not know that they had been around for that long. Yeah. And actually what they should do is they should sell the birthday donuts for 50 cent. <laughs> is that what they should do? Yeah. <laughs> Go shouty. It's your birthday. Thank you. Oh, have you been waiting, buddy? I've I've My been friend. waiting so long I'm cramping. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Hit the bell already. Oh, I feel you. Now, I know that you would spend money on donuts. Mm. Would you spend nearly $3,000 on anything gummy? <laughs> um, like a gummy worm, a gummy Coke? Probably not. Unless, again, with the limited edition stuff, I could sell it later for a profit. This I believe you could. Yes. Actually, and it is uh, a limited edition. Uh, there's a company called Trolley that's selling a $2,600 six-pound 
six pounds. Six pounds of candy. Six pounds sneaker shaped candy. Now, Trolley makes the Sour Patch gummies. Okay. That's what, so if you see the gummies and they're in the bright green yellow package, I should know because I'm constantly hounded for those. <laughs> Uh, I can't do the sour, and I know yeah. it's a kid thing where they like they like sour. <laughs> I love the sour. Do you? Yeah, they're just they're delicious. I can't now, hang. Um, Trolley says that uh, the candy is in the shape of uh, the Adidas Harden Volume Two sneaker. Yes, this is in honor of James Harden's yeah. 2018 NBA MVP title. Yes. So I know that it's for a reason. Sour Stock Edition. They're cute. Yeah. I don't need anything like that for $2,600. Here's what's going to happen. People are going to buy these. They're going to leave them intact in the packaging, hoping against hope that someday uh, James Harden is uh, Michael Jordan. <laughs> and then they go, I'm going to go sell this on eBay. And then they're going to lose $1,000 and be pissed. What do you think the shelf life is, though, for, let's say you save this and you want to sell it mm. later. How long would something like this in its packaging last. Mm. Well, the shelf life for candy, if you ask my son, is about 15, 20 years. <laughs> um, if you ask me, it's whatever the date is stamped on the package. Um, I'm guessing they'll still probably be edible in a couple of years. No, I mean, I think if people are gonna be selling these on the market for you know keepsakes or whatever, I don't think they ever actually wanna eat it. No. But I'm just saying- well, well, like, Could you imagine being that guy could you imagine, remember when they had like find the great M&M and win like a million dollars or whatever? Somebody, nobody won that, somebody ate it. Ooh. Do you look at every M&M that you eat? No. <laughs> well, because I know someone who had a box of Flutie Flakes, Doug Flutie. Mm, yes. And he kept it displayed in their living room for years. Right. And then finally, like a crazy person, he decided to open the box and mm. eat them. And he got so sick. Oh, like, gross. I can't even imagine yeah. what was going on. Well, those weren't even the good Doug Flutie cereal. The better ones were the Flutie Pebbles. Oh, I will give you a bell on that one. You know, remember uh, when South Park was, I would argue that South Park was at its peak in the late, when it, you know, a couple years after it came out. Mm -hmm. um, in my studio, I had an actual box of Cheesy Poops. Remember that? <gasps> I do remember Cheesy I had cheesy an actual, poops. like, cheesy, which were cheese curls. And I had them there at least for a year, thinking, oh, well, these might be, you know, who knows? I bought them at Media Play. <laughs> and uh, Lenny Kravitz came to the studio, and he saw them, and he grabbed them, and he took off. That high on. He totally Lenny was. Kravitz, you stole Kravitz. my cheesy poofs. You. Yeah, my cheesy poofs. <laughs> hey, kitty, those are my cheesy poofs. All right, when we get back on Pop That Culture, something's going to happen. No, we were going to tell you about the world's most amazing baby. Mm. Why is this baby amazing? You'll have to wait until we come back next on Pop That Culture. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The new Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The 
Watson Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. And the things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at newradiomedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Pop that culture. So, I love when they do, when people would just kind of like chuck out a hashtag right. and let people have at it and see what they come up with. And the most recent one is hashtag what I thought when I was 18. Stupid things you believed when you were 18 mm -hmm. years old. One of them was um, that ponies were baby horses. Yeah, that was a, yeah. <laughs> Which is, Hysterical, but yeah, I used to believe that if you swallowed a watermelon seed, a watermelon would, would grow, grow in your, your stomach because they oh. perpetrated that lie yeah. for a long time. Exactly, that's part of Americana now. Or you sit too close to the TV and you'll lose, you'll go blind. You go lose blind. Your eyesight. Yeah. There's a lot of things that make you go blind. Like that's like the de facto. Parents don't want to do it. You'll go blind. <laughs> yeah, there's some other things too. <laughs> right. And you don't then, eat your carrot, you go blind. <laughs> right. Or. If you keep making that expression, your face is going to freeze that way. Right. That didn't happen. Mm. Our faces are both still mobile. Yes. We're fine. My wife is still upset with me because I do not admit the difference between a skirt and a dress. I'm sorry. They're the same thing. Uh, is that something you thought when you were 18? That's something I think now. <laughs> oh. But did it start when you were 18? It started when I was a child. <laughs> see, I, you know, I can see that. I'm picking up what he's laying down. But um, what about skorts? Are they, are they, is it well, a those skirt? Have short, those have shorts built into them. But. Yeah, those are, those are like a skirt short, so they're yeah. skirts. But then is it a, is it a, are they drawers to you? Yeah. Well, the, 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 the hamper, the jumper things? Yeah, that, that's pretty much no, a, yeah, a, a short. But here's, the, and I'm sure your wife has had this fight with you already. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead. A dress is a one piece where the top is attached to the bottom. A skirt is not attached to the top. So this all just seems like semantics. Hmm. No, there's an actual yeah. difference. Yeah, there's some <laughs> antics going on in your relationship, I'll tell you. I just, I, wow, I didn't see, I didn't see that one coming well. at all. But yes, hashtag what I thought was when I was 18. Someone writes that it was a good idea to get a stomach tattoo. It was not. Uh uh. That I could be a lawyer after watching tons of Law and Order that summer. I, you know. Well, I you, object. We all know that guy that that watches too much of a certain thing and they think they're an expert. Like, <laughs> wow, I just got Discovery Channel. 
all of a sudden I'm qualified to be an OB after watching. I didn't know I was pregnant. <laughs> uh, we had what I thought when I was 18 that my mixtape was the business and my auto reverse cassette player was Superfly. Auto reverse, hello. Of reverse, course it was reverse. Super especially when it didn't wait to stop. If you got a really good cassette, like a Nakamichi, it would, it would flip by itself when it got to the leader tape, not when it just stopped spinning. <laughs> and just staying with the technology one, and this one I feel very close to, having this word processor will make doing term papers so easy in college. I could see a couple of lines before printing them. Yay! So I 100% oh wrote many large papers yeah. on a word processor because I didn't feel like hauling my ass out to the computer center right. at the campus of Michigan State. Well, after you finished your so term papers? So I had papers, a screen this big that I'm typing It was like the same as a Casio watch display. <laughs> yes. So after you wrote term papers on your word processor, did mm -hmm. you go out and club some Neanderthals and <laughs> yes. you know, try to beat them out of existence? Exactly. And then also, this one also hurts me as well. Um, what I thought when I was 18, Hotmail is awesome and my aim handle is so edgy. I, because I'm no. lazy, still have Hotmail. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You have Hotmail? I have Hotmail. Holy cow. Mm-hmm. You don't, well, you know, the benefit of Hotmail. You act like you don't know you've written to me on it all I don't know. It's just my phone just populates it. It just sends it to wherever is associated with you. But the cool thing about Hotmail is what? You don't even have to put a cap or a special character or a number in your password? No. Your password can be password on Hotmail. <laughs> Why not? Oh, uh, we've run out of time for the baby. Oh, no. The baby. But you know what we haven't run out of time for, Sarah? We'll never run out of time for Craig Folly. Craig Folly. You know what? We'll share the baby hair with you as well on our Facebook page. That's, there you go. You have so many reasons to visit us at, at Pop That Culture Detroit. And face something, but <laughs> social media. <laughs>